Okay, we're recording. <laughs> we are live. Mm. We're as live as we can be. Live to the nation. Um, how do we normally start this? Pencil chat. <laughs> I haven't got any. No, you haven't got any pencil chat. We had a bit more last week, didn't we? Yeah. Did we have pencil chat last week? Yeah, because it was in the email sent in by oh, our listeners. Was, yeah. Last yeah. week was a blur. We were very drunk. We were. <laughs> the I've last li- few have been quite drunk. I've listened to it back. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah, okay. Good. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, oh, we're going to have to chuck this one. But <laughs> yeah. It's not so bad. Bit of editing. Yeah, just a touch. I'll turn that down just a bit. So now it's going to... have got a bit of peaky. We're peaking a bit. Really loud start. I don't think most of that. Yeah. Seems fine. Yeah. Bit of admin. Bit of on-screen admin, though. Yeah. Yeah. On air. Uh-huh. You're eating at the start of the episode as well. A little lozenge. <laughs> so I don't cough all the time. Most people would edit this out, but I guarantee this one will get edited out. Oh, well, I might do. I <laughs> um, uh, we still don't live together. <laughs> um, can't remember what the third one was. Oh, there's a bombshell. That's at the end. We missed a slam as well. A slam? That email we got yeah. last week yeah, yeah. started, Dear Housemates. Oh, fuck. And we totally missed it. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, we're not fucking housemates. Jack Fortescue and the Pevensey yeah. Podcast <laughs> Society or whatever. We're banning you from future podcasts. Please do keep emailing it. Because yeah, you're the only person. Um, I take it as the only person. Uh, I don't, oh, well, let's do a live on air. Yeah, let's have a little look. But um, I think it might be. <laughs> let's not get hopes. However, this, this is... This, today's story is based on a listener submission. Oh, okay. I um, like this. But I don't think it was emailed in. It was just suggested to me okay. um, during a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Very cool. I know, right? It is cool. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're trying to do. <laughs> I'm trying to look at my... Okay. <laughs> trying to look at our emails. <laughs> Uh, no, one from Google saying to check our Google account privacy settings. <laughs> Make sure we haven't turned off the emails because no one's emailing. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is based on. So it's my week. This is weird and or interesting stories. Yeah, you're we're probably, the waste men. We're the waste men. We forget to say that a lot. It's a cool catchphrase. We should keep it up. Is it cool? <laughs> I think so. I don't think it's uncool. I suppose. No, it's pretty cool. But I feel like it's very modern. We're not the waste men, are we? What do you mean? We're just we're the waste disposal units because we're giving out the waste. Oh yeah, you did bring this up <laughs> last week. We're actually. the waste disposal units yeah. from now on. <laughs> okay, we are the waste disposal units. <laughs> now that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that's really helps. Cooler. Yeah, yeah. That will that will get the listeners flocking in. <laughs> um, if you're still there, Finland, email them. Was it Finland? New Zealand? I think it was a bit. I think it was Sweden. Oh, look. oh, I don't know. Let's have a little look. I swear it's New Zealand. I'll just open my app. Oh, I should, I should put on some vapor rub, so I'm not sniffing so much, because <laughs> that'll piss people off. That will pick up on the mic. Yeah, well, we had quite a lot of plays on the last one, considering. Whoa. Uh, the last one you, yeah. Yeah, the last one. I was was, say the that. La- Medusa sol- <laughs> The last one you released, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Medusa Soldiers was the last one that came out. Yeah. Um, one less than one percent Finland, less than one percent New Zealand. Whoa! Keep out of Finland. And 
less than one percent listen on something other than Spotify. Whoa! Which must be Anchor because it's not out or anything else. <laughs> um, well, they must be advertising for us. Thanks, Anchor. Right, let me vape a rubber. Jesus. <laughs> Dead air already, Will. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm rubbed up. I'm All right. Up. Early bombshell, I think, for the episode. Okay. Um, the Nan movie. Catherine Tate's character. Oh yeah. Man. One star by the Guardian. Yeah, I That's didn't. Surprising. I didn't know it was a thing until I saw that review come up <laughs> on my news. Yeah, no, that is I, surprising. I thought that'd be a banger. What was her catchphrase? What a fucking liberty! <laughs> what a fucking liberty! Oh, she's funny. She gets it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she really gets here when she does. It's not diss people in case she's a listener. Yeah, I, I see she is. Imagine she's if, Finland. Yeah, she's our <laughs> Finn listener. <laughs> anyway, right. I don't know if you get it, but it was a grandma that swears. Oh, sorry. Yeah, now that you mention it. It's pretty high. That is hilarious, isn't it? What's funnier than a swearing grandma? Um, A swearing kid is actually funny. Yeah, that to be fair. Um, I don't know. Swearing Anna would be Probably nothing. A swearing Anna would be quite funny. Yeah. If we could stick his two fingers up. The dog that done a Nazi salute. That was pretty funny. <coughs> That'd be the only one. <coughs> and that. Um, have you ever seen. It's my week, by the way, so I'm yeah. bringing Josh's story. Have you ever. This week, Will is the waste disposal unit. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen the 2019 film The Vanishing? No. I think it's Robert Patterson and Benedict Cumberbatch or something like that. <laughs> is that right? I don't know. I should probably know I this. I've heard of this. The Vanishing. Uh, it's Gerard Butler <laughs> <laughs> Gerard Butler Connor Swindles and Peter Mullen so actually none oh, of them you were so wrong about all of the things that you said yeah <laughs> is it definitely the right film The yeah, Lighthouse yeah, Keepers yeah okay. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever heard are you of... thinking of The Lighthouse with Robert Patterson maybe yeah I am actually <laughs> that's a yeah. good film actually well forget it because that's not what this is about <laughs> okay have you ever heard of Flannan- The Flannan Isles no. In the Outer Hebrides off the west coast of mainland Scotland. No, but who's the listeners there? It's probably a great place. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big ups to the Flannan Isles. <laughs> Flannan Massive, they say. Um, so, something happened there in 1900. I believe it. And when I say something, I mean... Nothing. The crew of the Flannan Isles Lighthouse mysteriously disappeared. Oh. Mm. In fact, it's what the Flannan Isles Lighthouse is best known for. <laughs> Disappearing people. <laughs> Not its ability to keep ships away from the shores. <laughs> I mean, what else is it a lighthouse <laughs> going to be known for? Yeah. Either does or it doesn't. <laughs> um, so... The first record that something was abnormal on the Flannan Isles was... Wait, on... can I have a theory? Yeah. My instant theory is they probably went to the pub. Yeah. And then they heard a big crash and went, oh, fuck, we're supposed to be at the lighthouse. Let's just fuck off. Uh huh. And they never went back. That's my instant theory. All right. Let's see how it plays out. Okay. The first record that something was abnormal on the Flannan Isles was on the 15th of December 1900 when the streamer Arctor. When the steamer. I was going to say. When the steamer. I thought streamer is probably a name for a boat as well. Ninja was there. What's that one that's just... Destiny. Destiny. I don't know. Some streamer who's been banned. I'll cut that out. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> mm. Well, I know one of them's selling their farts now. 
Yeah. What a world. I think it's a grand. A grand for a foot. Bloody hell. Yeah. Like, I think this is a racket, though. I think what happens, right? You reckon it's not a, <laughs> a racket? What a well, I think what happens is they release stuff like this because they know other content creators are going to buy it to make a video going, oh, I'm going to smell the fart. Oh, I don't just... think the public buys it. I think the only people that buy it are people going, don't buy this product. I'm going to buy it and show you why not to buy it. Oh, yeah. So you're sort of guaranteed. Yeah, you're guaranteed. Probably 100 people are going to buy it through that. 100 grand. Yeah, exactly. It's I'd mad. pretend to fight in a jar for 100 grand. Yeah, but people who buy it probably get more money making I, that video. I'd question whether you can really catch a fart in a jar yeah, as well. The, the science probably isn't there. You'd need like some sort of tube. Yeah, I think you need to suck it out, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you need to some sort of vacuum. A pump, a vacuum, yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Then you sell the vacuum bag. Uh, I do have something else that was suggested we could talk about quickly before we start. Okay. But it's sort of started now. Well, have we started? All right, yeah. We've got a streamer. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, there was a discussion about what is, what is, of all the pint glasses to be hit with, what would be the one you'd want to get hit with? What would I want to be glassed with? So we're talking like branded glasses from a pub. If you had to be hit with one, what would it be? Uh, like the chalice of the, the Stella. Ah, that came up. Yeah. But they hit you with that, the top smashes off, and then they basically got a punch dagger they can oh, do they you They can have with. a follow-up attack. Exactly. Okay, yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. I mean, it would be bad, wouldn't it? Because mm. they've got this good bit to hold, I would have thought. Yeah, be a good weapon. Um, the I believe our general consensus was either the sort of small Camden Hells. Have you seen them? No, I can't see they're that. They're like a, they sort of look like this, which is I'm holding up a very standard mm. pint glass. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. They're all different. Well, but like you know, it just goes up and flares slightly all yeah, the way yeah. up. Um, but they're much shorter and a bit fatter. Okay. Um, the guy who suggested doing this. I, I, I wonder whether he wants to be name-checked or not. Dave. <laughs> okay. So Dave said a Camden Hell's glass because they're quite small, quite squat. They're almost like a little flower pot. Right. That seems worse. I think that's that a bit more thick. rigid, yeah. I reckon your long Peroni mm, vase. Long and thin. The only one I can think of is Strongbow. That seems bad. The one that goes in and up again. That seems like it's a thick glass. At the bottom, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's thicker away. Thick yeah, growing. maybe. I, mean, I, I do think the Stella one is the best if they don't get a follow-up attack. Yeah, if it's a one Yeah, if it's a one and done. Yeah, but I want like, Peroni's nice and thin, and yeah, you know, I don't I think you wouldn't get a lot off the top. But I don't know what they have left to hit you back with. I mean, obviously, you want to get like hit with a wine glass or something that will just snap. Yeah. If you had to. One from Lidl that's probably barely hanging on anyway. Well, a plastic one would be yeah. ideal. But... <laughs> a paper cup would be the worst. Yeah, so one of those red solo cups that frat boys have. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that killed some time. Um... <laughs> Stella's my answer. Yeah, fair enough. In every form. Well, unless there's a follow-up attack. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Then not Stella. It's going to be gross. Yeah, but since someone big glass, I don't know if it's a good story for the podcast. Yeah, probably not. Let's, no, leave let's, it. let's move on. Um, so <laughs> the first record that something was abnormal on the Flannan Isles. 
It was on the 15th of December 1900 when the steamer Arctor on a passage from Philadelphia to Leith. Right. What's Leith? It's in Scotland. Okay. So from the... And Philadelphia's where Tom Hanks got AIDS. Yeah? Is yeah. that set in Philadelphia? I see. What else would it be called that? It's a question of pop Is it about today. the cheese? What? The cheese spread. It's not about that, is it? It's about the place. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. He worked at a Philadelphia factory. Yeah, he he's a lawyer for Philadelphia. <laughs> um, Philadelphia's on the east coast of America, all the way to Scotland mm. in 1900. That seems like a long boat journey. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. I, I don't know how far it is, but anyway. Can you Google Maps it? Is it like a yeah, boat from the 17th century option? <laughs> <laughs> that would be handy. Philadelphia to Leith. Philadelphia. I typed that. Philadelphia. Like a sunny come up. It's nearly a 10 hour flight. Jesus. So imagine yeah. walking. I've seen boats are a lot slower. Walking, it doesn't give you the distance. <laughs> Driving doesn't give you the distance. Yeah. Recommended travel. So it's a 9 hour 40 flight. Mm. So, I mean. Where is. Wait, is that on the other side? Leith. Where it's called. There's Leith. Yeah. yeah so, so you do have to loop all the way around as well. You have to go all the way around Scotland. Yeah, to come east coast end. to Scotland, uh, right near Edinburgh. Mm. Um, well, it's just above Edinburgh, in fact. Why would you? Probably part of it. I don't know how it works. It just seems odd to loop all the way around Scotland and then come in there. You just dock at the other side. I suppose the other side is from that picture. Fuck all. Very rocky. <laughs> yeah. There's. there's oh, I'm probably used to that. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's from the east coast of America to the west coast, to the east coast of Scotland. So yeah, it's a bloody, bloody long way. But it looks like a training mission, doesn't it? Like if you zoom in, like there's like a mouth that you have to go through. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you have to like thread the needle a little bit to get in. <laughs> yeah. It's a slalom, basically. Um, so the Arctur on passage from Philadelphia to Leith noted in its log that the light in the lighthouse was not operational in poor weather conditions, which is exactly when it's supposed to be on. Which is all the time in Scotland. Pretty much. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think any Scottish person would disagree Disagree with the fact that your weather's not always that good, mm. um, including Dave, who sent it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the ship docked in Leith on the 18th of December, so it took three days to get from... Where's that? Okay, so, all right, the Farron Island. Farrell? Farrell? Is this it? No, that's St. Kilda. Perta. Boraray. Where is it? I can see it on this fucking map. Are you sure it's not a fake island, like Craggy Island? No, I'm just trying to work. Oh, it's like... It's like... Oh, it's there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. There's nothing Yeah, there, there. is. The Flandern I was like, oh. There's nothing there. I had to zoom in to... Till the scale was two kilometers on Google Maps before it even showed up. Basically, uh, it was far off the west coast. So Draconite is just a lighthouse. There can't be anything else on the island. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot to it. Yeah. Uh, so it's twenty miles off Lewis, which is in itself <laughs> off the west coast of Scotland. Uh, I think. Anyway, it's in the middle of. It's basically in the middle of the fucking ocean. If you want the coordinates, it's 58 degrees... Oh, I don't know how to read longitude and latitude. 58 degrees north, 7 degrees west. That'll do. And it's OS grid NA7266746884. For the map heads out there. 
<laughs> Do you reckon that's the thing? The older Forza. Yeah, it's got to be. People yeah. love maps. Maps are great, aren't they? Um, yeah, so they, it takes them three days. It only takes three days to get from there to there. Yeah. So I suppose Only three days, yeah. Well, you know, I guess it was never stopping. Anyway. Uh, when the ship docked in Leith on the 18th of December 1900, the sighting was passed on to the Northern Lighthouse Board, presumably some sort of uh, organisation that mm. is the General Lighthouse Authority of Scotland and the Isle of Man. Oh, look, they've got a little flag. Oh, is that a lighthouse next to a British flag? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it's all right, I suppose. <laughs> uh, the relief vessel, the lighthouse tender Hesperus. What they should have done is lighthouses for all the crosses. That would have been cool. Yeah, a bit confusing. <laughs> I said it cool. <laughs> Very bright. <laughs> yeah. The relief vessel, the lighthouse tender Hesperus, was unable to sail from Breezecleet Lewis as planned on the 20th of December due to adverse weather, and it didn't reach the island until noon on the 26th of December. Okay. The lighthouse was manned by three men. James Ducat, Thomas Marshall, and Donald MacArthur, with a rotating fourth man spending time on shore. On arrival, the crew and relief keeper found that the flagstaff had no flag. None of the usual provision boxes had been left on the landing stage for restocking, and, more ominously, none of the lighthouse keepers were there to welcome them ashore. Jim Harvey, the captain of the Hesperus, attempted to reach them by blowing the ship's whistle and firing a flare, but was unacceptable. Unsuccessful. Unacceptable. That was unacceptable. <laughs> was unsuccessful. A boat was launched and Joseph Moore, the relief keeper, was put ashore alone. He found the entrance gate to the compound and the main door both closed, the beds unmade and the clock unwound. Uh, so, the clock had stopped, I guess. And they were lazy to make the beds. Returning to the it's landing stage ominous. with this grim news, he went back up to the lighthouse with Hesperus's second mate and a seaman. A further search revealed that the lamps had been cleaned and refilled, a set of oil skins was found, suggesting that one of the keepers had left the lighthouse without them. What's an oil skin? Uh, uh, like a big yellow coat. Right. Your classic fisherman's coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, suggesting that one of the keepers had left the lighthouse without them. There was no sign of any of the keepers, neither inside the lighthouse nor anywhere on the island. And it's not a big island. No, like, you'd see them if they were stood I mean, you pretty much could, like... Well, I don't know. How big is it? Let's let's get a little Flannan Isles. Let's get a little thing. It is, uh, it's a small group of islands. 58.87 hectares. 145 acres over seven islands. Seven islands? Yeah. So I not, think there's nothing there. That's not the very big. There's no. a chapel. Oh, okay. Is it, there's not like people that live there, right? I don't wouldn't have thought so. It doesn't seem like it. Be odd. <laughs> there is. There are two possible landing places for yachts. Which <laughs> <laughs> is two possible people. Um, uh, yeah, there is fuck all in there. Like, so essentially, they've just had to build a lighthouse on a pile of rocks... To stop people crashing into yeah, that pile of rocks. Yeah, yeah, pretty so much. So that pile of rocks would be better served not existing. Yeah. It's, the only reason there's only two places to land is because the seas... Oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> Jesus. <God>. Puberty. Um, <laughs> the seas swell so much, I guess you can't... Well, you can't predict You could very easily hit rocks. Mm, you could Jesus. run aground. Um, so... 
several Sinsers fans suggesting that when the lighthouse keepers had left the lighthouse without them, there was no sign of any of the keepers, neither inside the lighthouse nor anywhere on the island. Moore and the th- and three volunteer seamen were left on the island to attend the light, and Hesperus returned to Lewis. Captain Harvey sent a telegram to the Northern Lighthouse Board dated 26th of December 1900, stating, A dreadful accident has happened at the Flannans. Shall I do it in a Scottish accent? Oh, I don't know. How offensive is it going to be? Uh, you tell me. A dreadful accident has happened. <laughs> very classy, very classy. A dreadful accident has happened at the Flannans. The three keepers, Ducat Marshall and The Occasional, have disappeared from the island. The clocks were stopped and other signs indicated that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Poor fellows, they must have been blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane. Okay, well, he, he seems to know a lot. It's a very well, educated guess. I wonder how you'd sort of work. If, if it's a clock with like a date on as well and they yeah. stop winding it, then, you, you know, exact date and time, the clock, then you go, oh, well, the clock... Like, well, ten days ago, trying to that secure a crane and there was a high wind drinking out of it. Or drinking it to an oh, they probably blew over the cliff. Blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane, I yeah. guess. Yeah. On I Aileen Moore. Oh, sorry, I don't know these um, pronunciations very well at all. You spell it weird, Scotland. Get over it. Yeah, it's in Gaelic. It's your fault. Uh, the men scoured every corner of the island for clues as to the fate of the keepers. They found that everything was intact at the east landing, but the west landing provided considerable evidence of damage caused by recent storms. A box at 33 meters, 108 feet above sea level, had been broken and its contents strewn about. Iron railings were bent over, the iron railway by the path was wrenched out of its concrete, and a rock weighing more than a tonne had been displaced. It was a fucking big old storm. Mm. On top of the cliff, at more than 60 metres above sea level, turf had been ripped away as far as 10 metres from the cliff edge. Holy mm, mackerel. Mental. On the 29th of December, so a couple of days later... So they probably did blow away them. It seemed very possible that <laughs> yeah. they did just get blown away. <laughs> On the 29th of December 1900, Robert Muirhead, a Northern Lighthouse Board superintendent, arrived to conduct the official investigation into the incident. Muirhead had originally recruited all three of the missing men and knew them personally. Right. He examined the clothing left behind in the lighthouse and concluded that Ducat and Marshall had gone down to the western landing stage and that MacArthur, the occasional, had left the lighthouse during heavy rain in his shirt sleeves. He noted that whoever left the light last and unattended was in breach of... NLB rules Northern Lighthouse Board <gasps> and they're very a, strict I, well, they make you stare at a lighthouse for <laughs> he also hour. noted that some of the damage to the west landing was difficult to believe unless actually seen I mean from what that description mm, is yeah, I don't believe um, it yeah, I mean it does sound pretty unbelievable is there proof uh, 1900s it probably didn't have like very portable camera I don't know yeah 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 but you probably wouldn't take them to see just in case mm. you needed to take anyway. Yeah, there was no photographs. What's the island called? The Flannan Islands. The Flannan Islands, yeah. Um, from evidence, um, this is this is a quote. From evidence which I was able to procure, I was from evidence I was able to procure. I was sat- what it sounded like. <laughs> I was satisfied that the men had been on duty up until dinner time on Saturday the fifteenth of December that they had gone down to secure a box in which the mooring ropes, landing ropes, etc. were kept and which was secured in a crevice in the rock about 110 feet above sea level. And then extra large sea had rushed up the face of the rock, had gone above them and coming down with immense force had swept them completely away. It sounds legit, to be fair. (laughs) That's very possible. Yeah, I mean, if there's all that going on, then yeah, Mm. it does sound it. 
whether this explanation brought any comfort to the family of the lost kids. <laughs> Especially in the accent. Ducat left a wife and four children. MacArthur, a wife and two children, is unknown. This development did, however, tarnish the lighthouse's reputation for many years after the incident. I don't think you can put that on the lighthouse. No, it's not the lighthouse's fault. Crab lighthouse there kills people. No bodies were ever found, but there have been some mysterious sights resulting in fascinated natural speculation in newspapers and periodicals of the era. Implausible stories ensued, such as a sea serpent had carried the men away. They had arranged for a ship to take them away and start new lives. They had been abducted by foreign spies. Why? Jesus. Or they had met their fate through the malevolent present of a boat presence of a boat filled with ghosts. The baleful <laughs> influence of the Phantom of the Seven Hunters probably that was one. widely suspected locally. The Seven Hunters is another name for the islands. Okay. Um, more than ten years later, the events were still being commemorated. Wait, is there no aliens then? Is there no alien theories? Uh, yeah, or it was aliens. Um, <laughs> more than ten years later, the events were still being common. Fucking what is going on? Will <laughs> edit this up. <laughs> more than ten years later, the events. It's because I'm, I'm. It's oh, my nose is so full of <laughs> snot. More than ten years later, the events. Not enough stellas, I think. I'm gonna sneeze now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Woo! Um, we're good to go more than 10 years later the events were still being commemorated and elaborated on the 1912 ballad Flannan Isle by Wilfred Wilson Gibson refers erroneously to an overturned chair and uneaten meal laid out on the table indicating that the keepers had been suddenly disturbed well you heard the song I've got some lyrics here if you want yeah are you going to sing it in a Scottish accent Yet as we crowded through the door, we only saw a table spread for dinner, meat and cheese and bread. But all untouched and no one there, so when they sat down to eat, there they could even taste. Alarm had come and they in haste, had risen and left the bread and meat. For at the table here the jelly tumbled on the floor. However, in a first-hand account made by Moore, the relief keeper, he stated that the kitchen utensils were all very clean, which is a sign that it must be after dinner sometime they left. Well, because they were clean. Which is a That's sign the that it must be after dinner That's the opposite of after dinner. They'd be very messy. Well, because they cleaned up. They right. weren't okay. mid-dinner. Okay. Um, right. And Moore's the <clears throat> relief keeper. You know, he, he had at some point lived there. Yeah. Over time, a story has developed of the existence of unusual logbook entries. They supposedly supposedly have a marshal saying on the 12th of December that there were severe winds the likes of which I've never seen before in 20 years. He also is said to have reported that Ducat had been very quiet and Donald MacArthur had been crying. <laughs> MacArthur was a veteran mariner with a reputation for brawling and thus it would be strange for him to be crying in response to a storm. <laughs> Depends how bad it is, I think. Yeah, I mean... You know, he might like a scrap, but if there's waves coming over the cliffs, you'd be like... Ah. And you're on a pissy little fucking lighthouse yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Do you think he'd stay in the lighthouse to be safe? That'd be the safest place, right? I guess. Yeah. Well, like, right in the middle of the island. But if you're getting blown away... I suppose mm. you're not it's better than being outside. Yeah. Where, well, there's a chapel. I suppose if you're a religious man. They don't know who that... It's to Saint Flannan, but they don't know who that is. What Saint Flannan? Well, they don't know which Saint Flannan or. Yeah. What? They don't know what the church is. No, 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 no. That's odd. Yeah. Aliens. To the ghosts of these people. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Log entries on the 13th of December were said to have stated that the storm was still raging and that all three men had been praying. This was also puzzling, as all three men were experienced lighthouse keepers who knew they were in a secure structure 150 feet above sea level and should have known they were safe inside. Mm, okay, you'd be safe sure. at the top of the lighthouse, I suppose. Furthermore, there had been no reported storms in the area on the 12th, 13th and 14th of December. The final log entry is said to have been made on the 15th of December, stating, Storm ended, sea calm, God is over all. An investigation by Mike Dash for the 14 Times revealed that the logbooks were fictional. Later additions to the stories. Okay. Subsequent researchers have taken into account the geography of the islands. The coastline of Eileen Moor is deeply indented with narrow gullies called geos. The west landing, which is situated in an, in such a geo, terminates in a cave. In high seas or storms, water would rush into the cave and then explode out again with considerable force. It was possible MacArthur may have seen a series of large waves approaching the island and, knowing the likely danger to his colleagues, ran down to warn them, only to be washed away as well. <laughs> Quick, there's a wave coming. <laughs> and then he gets done as well. Yeah. Recent research. Look at that behind <laughs> We're fucked. Um, recent research by James Love discovered that Marshall was previously fined five shillings when his equipment was washed away during a huge gale. It is likely, in seeking to avoid another fine, that he and Ducat tried to secure their equipment during a storm and were swept away as a result. The fate of MacArthur, although required to stay behind to man the lighthouse, can be guessed to be the same. <laughs> Love speculates that MacArthur probably tried to warn or help his colleagues and was swept away too. This theory also has the advantages of explaining the set of oilskins remaining indoors and MacArthur's coat remaining on its peg, although perhaps not the closed door and gate. Another theory is based on the first-hand experience of Walter Alderbear, a keeper on the Flannans from 1953 to 1957. He believed one man may have been washed into the sea, but then his companions, who were trying to rescue him, were washed away by more freak waves. Further proposal is based on the psychology of the keepers. Allegedly, MacArthur was a volatile character. This may have led to a fight breaking out near the cliff edge by the West Landing that caused all three men to fall to their deaths. Another theory is that one of the men went insane, murdered the other two, threw their bodies into the sea, and then jumped into his own death. Okay, I like that theory, but the other ones are all very similar. They either all got washed away, or one of them got washed away, and then they all tried to save him and also got washed away. It's the same thing. Yeah, I think them having a fight on the cliff edge <laughs> seems like the least likely of yeah, those. It's like Metal Gear. Yeah, <laughs> would you do that? Go, oh, let's fucking scrap it out. Oh, right here on cliff's edge. <laughs> I don't care if there's a storm. Yeah. And one ton rocks have been blown around. I want to fight right now. So there's been... There's all sorts of popular culture stuff written about it. There's yeah. an opera called The Lighthouse. The movie The Lighthouse. The movie The Lighthouse was not loosely inspired. Ah, what? But contrary to popular belief, yeah. the 2019 film directed by Robert Eggers titled The Lighthouse was not loosely inspired the tragedy. The film was actually inspired by the Smalls Lighthouse tragedy of 1801. Yeah. What are we doing that episode then? That sounds better. Uh, Robert Patterson was in that one. Uh, it killed a seagull. The old lighthouse brought about a change in lighthouse policy after a gruesome episode. The two-person team that managed the lighthouse were publicly known to quarrel. When Griffith died in a freak accident, Hal feared that if he discarded the body into the sea, authorities might be... Oh. Jesus. This is a whole episode. When Griffith died in a... No, it's quite short. Okay. When Griffith died in a freak accident, Hal feared that if he discarded the body into the sea... Uh, so he built a makeshift coffin for the corpse and lashed it to an outside shelf. Stiff winds blew the box apart and the body's arm fell within view of the hut's window. As the winds would blow, Gus would catch the arm and move it in a way that made the appendage appear to beckon. In spite of his former partner's decaying corpse and working the lighthouse alone, 
He was able to keep the lamp, house's lamp lit. When Hal was relieved of duty, the impact station. Uh, uh, no one recognised him afterwards because it was so emotionally taxing. <laughs> As a result, the governing body changed the lighthouse policy to make lighthouse teams rosters of three people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so, I mean, that's the story. That three men were in a lighthouse and they got washed away, blasted away by wind, had a fight, or one went insane and murdered them and then killed himself. Yeah. I don't think any of them are particularly unbelievable. No, they could all happen. Obviously. They're all possible. I mean, that's a hell of a storm. Mm, It did sound like a bad storm. And I don't know whether we get... We don't. We certainly don't get that sort of storm on the mainland. No. Um, it's literally in the middle of the ocean. Like, you're just some rocks in the middle of the ocean. It's going to be fucking bad. But, I mean, is it a cover-up? Yeah. Is it's it? aliens. Well, could it be? I mean, what obviously was, it could be. What would be the incentive to kill these... What, from an alien perspective? <laughs> anyone, yeah. Why would anyone want these people dead? Other than the force of nature. I don't know, because there's fuck all on the island. There doesn't seem like you gain anything. I can't think of what you'd gain from it. No. You know, like, what? 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 There's nothing in the lighthouse apart from their, like, their clothes dirty and clothes. And yeah. like their food and that. I doubt they're washing very well. I don't know. I mean, mm. probably not. But <laughs> I, actually, I bet if you were... If you were living in a lighthouse with two other dudes, you'd be like, we've got to at least keep clean. Like, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, this place is going to stink. Mm. I just, yeah. No washing machines back in them days was a... Do you reckon that's a good job, though, running a lighthouse? I don't know. Like, thinking of washing the clothes, do you reckon they were just like, yeah, just wash them in the ocean? Yeah. And you'd sort of look over the ocean and be like, yeah, I'm just not going to wash these clothes today. I mean, it's not it's all like, going to be... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> But is it going to be that they they wanted so bad to not get fined that they'd yeah. try and secure that? Why don't they keep them indoors? Keep what indoors? They had like possessions, right? Like because they 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 find a they find a crate. What was the crate then? Like all their stuff, or like oh, a bunch it's their of stuff. stuff. I was thinking this is a crate they'd washed up. Well, no, it was like a crate of things. Um, oh, a crate that they owned. Had really, blown a box the ocean. at thirty three meters above sea level, so one hundred eight feet. So quite, you know, high, mm. had been broken and its contents strewn about. Iron railings were bent. It just says its contents. Yeah. Yeah, so it probably was their stuff. I mean... Yeah, I mean... As boring as it sounds, that's probably the most likely scenario. They were trying to fish their own stuff out of the ocean and They've died. got some pictures of the guys. Yeah. I think. They look like morons. There you go. Thomas Marshall, Donna MacArthur, and James Ducat. They're outside. The, that's one week before they disappeared. Well, that's pretty freaky. They're all men with... One of them has a massive moustache. Mm. Look at that. He does, yeah. One in the middle. That. that is insane. Donna MacArthur. I mean, it's at least... Well, maybe a quarter of the size of his face. Yeah. I mean, it definitely covers his entire mouth, which is a bit much, I think. <laughs> it's a small man, so it looks even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So they... They look presentable, to be fair, I'll give them that. Why didn't you put the coat on? Well, no one put the coat on. And if they... they've The, the last entries in the logbook says it's all fine. 
<laughs> but when the logbook's fake, was that one fake? I heard some of them are fake. Yeah, fictional. Okay, all fictional. All logbooks are fictional. Yeah, forget all logbooks are fictional. This is according to one bloke. What one bloke said? They were from the fourteen times. Okay, right. So it doesn't mean they were actually fictional. Just yeah. I wonder how he investigated that. What? Oh, it's weird to think that there's there's no way of knowing what was true back in them days. It's literally no fucking way. Yeah. Like you just wouldn't. You turn. I mean, they turned up and there was no one there. Yeah. All the doors were shut. There's a coat on the hook. Like, that is weird. Very Mary Celeste. Like, it didn't seem like anything had happened. They were just disappeared. Yeah, I think we should do the Mary Celeste one week. In fact, yeah. that was another suggestion that Dave made. Too. And yeah, it's I... not the only one that that's happened. Because apparently yeah. there's, like, ghost ships that have just been floating around the sea for hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. a lot about the reasons and the, the theories behind it. No, neither do I, actually. Well, so yeah, that'd probably, be interesting. Probably should have done that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> we had an old box okay uncovered some signs we had an old box halfway up the railway for holding west landing mooring ropes and tackle and it has gone okay so they've got a box with like the ropes and stuff that they don't keep on the the land the pier basically. right so yeah, I yeah. guess so it can't get washed away mm. uh, it got washed away we had an old box halfway up the railway for holding west landing ropes mooring ropes and tackle and it's gone wrote more in a letter some of the ropes, it appears, got washed out of it. They lie strewn on the rocks near the crane. The crane itself is safe. <sighs> a life buoy was missing, but ultimately concluded it had been torn away from the sea, not used by the men. When the accident occurred, Ducat was wearing sea boots and a waterproof, and Marshall sea boots and oilskins. And as Moore assures me, that the, the men that the men only wore those articles when going down to the landings. They must have intended, when they left the station, either to go down to the landing or the proximity of it. After a careful examination of the place, the railings, ropes, etc., and weighing all the evidence which I could secure, I'm of the opinion that the most likely situation is that they went down to secure the box, and that an unexpectedly large roller, which I guess is a type of wave, had come up on the island, and a large body of water coming up higher than them swept them down with resistless force. Um, Moore was left to keep the lighthouse though Muirhead notes aptly enough that he appeared very nervous <laughs> <laughs> as you would be I suppose uh, Muirhead's report though it posited no other possible conclusion was not enough to quell speculation about how the men vanished some analysts have said it would be very unusual for an entire lighthouse crew to be absent from the building raising questions about what the manner of emergency was Logbook entries leading up to the disappearance make mention of, but we know they're not true, uh, allegedly. Other scenarios put forward include a fight breaking out on the cliff. Over the years, rumours have budded on t- into the disappearance, including apocryphal logbook entries detailing the deteriorating mental state of the men and the crew of the Hesperus finding uneaten meals on the lighthouse table. And then they made a film about it. And the film posits the discovery of a body and several gold bars on the island, which leads to... Mounting tensions, murders, and conspiracies. So that's why it all happened. There's a body and loads of gold. <laughs> and then it remained manned until 1971 when it was automated. And everything was fine. But, right, so, here's a theory. Yep, listen. 
they did murder each other or have a fight or went mad or whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't just get washed away. And they found the bodies all fucked up. But the Northern Lighthouse Board, they don't want people to not man lighthouses, especially (laughs) that one. Yeah. So they cover it up. So this is the big lighthouse board. This is big lighthouse, yeah. Wow, we're finally tackling big lighthouse. (laughs) It took us this long. (laughs) Yeah, so what if it's all a cover-up by big lighthouse? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it it would be so easy to do. Yeah, yeah. Fucking 1900. Yeah, there was on a rock in the middle of the ocean. A big wave took him away. Yeah. Don't yeah. ask any questions. Uh, yeah, actually, at the top of the cliff, there was loads of turf <laughs> because there was a wave that, that was that big. Yeah, a ton rock was blown away. Yeah. Of course, it had washed some people. Oh, away. yeah, that you see that rock that's a ton? That was actually over there before, so, yeah. Uh, actually, you got your proof. Now, cameras don't exist yet, mate. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Uh, our camera actually got wet because it was really stormy. <laughs> our camera washed away. Mm. So what if they were all covered in sucker marks, giant kraken killed them all? What do you think about sea monsters? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like there'd be more proof now, but well, yeah, I get, yeah. I mean, that's the <laughs> bit. Like, yeah. Have you ever seen that video of a cruise ship where there's a colossal squid next to it? I, let's have a look at it, shall we? Yeah, I'm intrigued. Let's have a wee look. Sorry, Scotland. Racist. Very racist. Is it? Yeah, probably in a way. Um, uh, colossal squid cruise ship. Uh, maybe just colossal squid. It does sound like a fairground ride. The colossal squid cruise <laughs> ship. I was <laughs> like that three D animated one. That looked good. Octonauts. No, it's above that. Oh, that one, one more. That one. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. definitely real. That is definitely real, Will. Gotta thank the Museum of New Zealand, Te Pape Tonga Tongarewa, for that. Look at that. I mean, a yeah. Humboldt squid. They're insane. Have you seen this one? Yeah, I saw that one. I think Joe Rogan talked about this one. I mean, it's absolutely terrifying. It's, it, it looks fake, doesn't it? I don't, I don't know. But no, it, I mean, like. It looks alien. That's, it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's a, definitely a real video. But it doesn't look. My brain doesn't think it's real. I've really seen it. It's also called the Magna Pina Squid. Yeah. And you've also been in I mean, it is. Jesus. Oh, imagine me and the guy on that camera. So you might have seen this. It's like um, from under a oil rig or something. And I mean, it's like a nightmare. It's got these huge tentacles that just disappear off into the bottom. To so say how long the tentacles are? So no, I don't think they see the bottom. Yeah, really? Think, yeah, I don't think they can see the bottom. Wow, that's insane. I mean, that is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. The bottom of the ocean is fucked, man. Oh, look, there you go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'd say the, the, the tentacles are... 30 times longer than the body. Yeah. Like, that can't be good for hunting or anything. I don't know, 15 times longer than the body or whatever. It looks so Lovecraftian, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's very... It's That's exactly what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I saw my brother about it, and he said that the theory is that they just sort of hang and, like, 
get stuff at the bottom and then suck them uh, up. Like, sucks it through the thing or like no, like it picks like, it up. Yeah. I know, there right? There must be such a target for anything. Like so easy to get. But it's so deep. I mean, how? Yeah, nothing else is there. <laughs> it's just that. I just hate, I hate not knowing. Mm. I mean, if that, what if that stuck a tentacle up and pulled him down? <laughs> Abyssal gigantism. Oh, man, there's so much big shit at the bottom of the ocean. I mean, it's absolutely terrifying. Mm. What's that big fin squid? I mean, and it's not like it's got any teeth or anything. Like, which one? <clears throat> Yeah, that thing. I think it's the same thing, like the magma penis squid, the yeah. new big thing squid fo- footage. It's insane. <sighs> it's like swimming around now. Is it swimming? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's not, you know, you'd think big shark, that's scary, mm. like Megalodon, um, the stuff from Subnautica, <laughs> but... That's creepier, isn't it? It looks like a fucking like manta ray, doesn't it? Yeah. At the top, but then its legs are just a million miles long. Yeah. They're insane. I mean, I'd rather it have teeth. Yeah. I mean, that's got a beak. I feel like you could beat it in a fight, though. Underwater? Maybe. Like, them things do not look strong at all. Yeah, I guess not. People always go, oh, octopuses are well strong, they're going to open a jar. Then I watched a video of one doing it, and a bloke basically opens it for it, mm. and then gives it to it, and then it opens it. Also, that's not a pinnacle of strength. Like, yeah, that's the world's strongest man. Can you open this jar? That would be great. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people in it this year. Imagine if that was what it was—just a really tight jar. That was the final. <laughs> yeah. Like, how would they do it? I mean, just glue it shut. I suppose. I was gonna say, have you seen that clip where someone like glues a jar shut and he keeps asking like bodybuilders if they can open the jar <laughs> and they're like, what, what can I open it? They get like really emasculated. That's funny. So do you think, I think it's probably unlikely that it's a sea monster mm. because aren't they, they get so big but they can't get that high in, they can't get to the surface. Can't get out of the water. Which but, is a blessing. Mm. A monster squid. <laughs> So how big do like giant squids get? Well, that's pretty big. I think, I think colossal squid is the biggest one. Yeah. So colossal squid. I see it's not that much bigger than a person. 14 metres. Let's go biggest squid. World's biggest squid. Largest known specimen. Here we go. Yeah, come on. Cephalopod size. Uh, 10 metres. That's pretty Weighs big. nearly half a tonne. Yeah, that's pretty big. 33 feet. So, like, two, not quite three times the size of this room. Mm. That way. Yeah, it's pretty big. Because, like, the old, like, Kraken stories, were they just talking about giant squids? Like, do you reckon people had encounters with giant squids back in the day? What the hell is that? The St. Augustine monster. I feel like I've heard people talk about it. Oh, apparently it's just loads of whale blubber. Oh, right, yeah. Just decomposed whale blubber. But okay. people, like, because it's like an amalgamation of flesh, isn't it? Yeah. People thought it was a weird monster. It's just decomposed. <laughs> they're big, right? They're big. Mm. But then that's the beak. 
a beak of a giant squid's only about as big as your hand. Yeah, it's not cracking size. It's like so it's not, not gonna... eating people, is it? Look at that. The largest cephalopod specimen ever recorded, a 495 kilo colossal squid next to a fishing boat in the Ross Sea off Antarctica. So it's... Mm. it's oh, actually, it's the wrong side of the ocean. The wrong side of the world. Giant squid from Newfoundland draped <clears throat> over Reverend Moses Harvey's sponge bath. What? That's an odd sentence. Extremely long tentacles of the giant squid made it the largest known cephalopod, past or present. Yeah, I feel like you couldn't do battle with one. I feel like they're not a worthy opponent. Well, <laughs> you couldn't because you wouldn't feel right doing it. Yeah, it'd be like crushing a snail, right? Be an just a bit. Fight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess so. I don't think they'd be very strong. I feel like I could take one on. Could a giant squid? Kill a human. Yeah, come up straight away. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Humboldt squid has killed and eaten people, <laughs> and that's about the size of a human. The giant squid is more than four times its size. Okay. Cephalopod attack. There's a videos. See, look, there's pictures. That yeah. Could be what the kraken was based on. Maybe people actually fought these. Giant back in the day. octopus attack squid. Oh, imagine that feeling like wrapped around your boat, man. Like that attack picture. ship. I mean, if that happened, I mean, you would be fucked. And all you've got is, like, maybe a couple of harpoons mm. and, like, Didn't have a lot the, back your oars. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to kill something with an oar that is <laughs> four times as big as you? How hard? You probably couldn't hit it hard enough. I feel like Jack Sparrow could do it. Was that one of the films? I think there is a Kraken in one. Kraken mm. in popular culture. Here we go. We're going down a little Wikipedia hole live. Oh, it's real. That's not loading. Believe the hype, everyone. Is it mine just cuddling one? <laughs> it looks like they're best friends. A Humboldt it? squid. So that's. Oh, oh here we go. Humboldt squid are notorious for their aggression. In Mexico, they are known as Diablo Rojo. Local fishermen's tales claim that people who fell into the waters were devoured within minutes by packs of squid. What? That's insane. Minutes. Wildlife filmmaker Scott Castle made the documentary Humboldt, the man eating squid for the Dangerous Waters series on the Discovery Channel. There is some degree disagreement on the veracity of Humboldt squid aggression. Some scientists claim the only reports of aggression have occurred when reflective diving gear or flashing lights have been presented, present acting as provocation. Whether they're provoked or not, I think, mm. them being able to kill... Yeah, it's still scary. And if they're only attacking because you're reflective, what are you doing, man? In 2003, the crew of a yacht competing to win the Round the World Jules Verne Trophy reported being attacked by a giant squid several hours after departing from Brittany, France. That's an excuse for losing, isn't it? We would have won, but a squid was attacking (laughs) us. The squid purportedly latched onto the ship and blocked the rudder with two tentacles. Jesus. Olivier de Carsoson, captain of the yacht, then stopped the boat, causing the squid to lose interest. We didn't have anything to scare off this beast, so I don't know what we would have done if it hadn't let go. <laughs> Jesus. It sounds like it couldn't have done a lot. It was just attached to their fucking rudder. Like, you just sit there. A giant squid allegedly attacked a raft with survivors from the Britannia in 1941, which had been sunk in the South Atlantic. One of the men was dragged away by the squid, and another, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Raymond Edmund Grimini Cox, managed to narrowly escape the same fate, though suffering tentacle sucker wounds. The Chronicle of the Survivors was told in 1941. A survivor had first had his legs bitten off by a shark and then was devoured by a giant manta. <laughs> this is a one dude? No, it's a couple okay, of dudes. Right. All, one, all one raft of survivors, wow. though. Chronicle, Where are they going? Maybe that's not true. <laughs> doesn't sound it. 
That sounds like a load of blokes cheating on their wives. The story has been called the only substantiated report of a giant squid killing humans. Right, so that's obviously false. Philippine fishermen rescued 12 survivors clinging to an overturned boat. They alleged a giant octopus or a giant squid turned the boat upside down but did not attack them afterwards. And then a 12-week-old boy drowned. Jesus. These squids don't give a fuck, do they? I mean, bloody hell. That is a mad story. It looks like they do go for boats, though. Yeah, they overturn boats. If these are true, they are going for them. Mm. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Two sailors died in the squid's arms. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds cute. The squid body was said to be at least as thick as the small ship with arms thick as wood. Thick as wood? Yeah, it's wood really... varies in thickness. It does Famously, yeah. <laughs> woods, all sorts of sizes. <laughs> Different ply. What ply was it? Uh, so, Kraken... Right, so why are Kraken such a big thing in culture? Yeah, it's a big cultural thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it makes you think that they might have done at one point. Do you think? Done what? Existed. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I assume it's just like stories of sailors fighting giant squids that obviously got out of hand a bit yeah I mean what do you get from well I guess if you go on a big sail going we're gonna like fucking um, we're gonna go and find the new world or find gold we're gonna find El Diablo or whatever yeah that's what and then you for. don't mm. and you smash your boat up or lose it in a poker game or whatever and you go oh uh, yeah giant squid yeah giant, uh, giant well no like what was an actual giant squid that took him out well, yeah, it might have been. And then they like, obviously they were like, well, no, nah, this one was bigger than the one that you said attacked your boat. This one was 50 foot tall and had a oh, beak the right. size of yeah. two children. I see what you mean. And there was just, yeah. Yeah. The giant squid got bigger and bigger until it became a kraken. I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but. It looks like. It... To think that's based on true stories, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> So, yeah, they attack boats, but they probably don't attack people on an island. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would have no means to get up there. Unless it got washed ashore. A giant wave dropped it in the middle of the island, and it was lost and confused. <laughs> Just sat on a rock. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> and they come out to see what's going on. They just fucking ate him all. And then another big wave caught it and brought it back in. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Ooh. I believe it. Because you would go and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> be like, what the fuck? And it's just fucking, mate, what, them things with giant arms like washed up on the shore. Imagine that. Yeah. You're on top of the lighthouse. It's like legs would nearly be the top of the lighthouse like knocking on the window. like Just laying on the beach. I don't know if it's that long, is it? As long as the lighthouse. It looked it. To be fair, they looked fucking long. As long as a lighthouse. If that was the new description. Well, I can. we can find out how big the... Yeah, how long are their yeah. fucking legs? I can't remember what the island's called. That's a nine. It's been the Captain Falcon Island. Flannan. Flannan. Flannan Isle Lighthouse. You can see how big it is. Maybe we can work this out. Maybe we're yeah. going to crack the story. Maybe. It's got 4.8 on Google reviews. Hey, let's read some lighthouse reviews. Yeah. Lovely place to set up as an ancient Gallic spirit and my young family. 
Lovely place to set up as an ancient Gallic spirit. So he's a spirit. Is the that weather can saying? be a bit rough, but the island has lovely views over the North Atlantic. And lots of tasty lighthouse keeper souls to keep me and the kids fed. About 120 <laughs> years ago, we had a particularly lovely feast and now preparing for another one. That's, that's ominous. I don't like him. Whoa. What the hell? Is it an Airbnb? What? Well, you can go live in that... Stay in that lighthouse. <laughs> Quite a poggers lighthouse, not going to lie. Three of my friends disappeared there, but they were really annoying, so I don't really mind. Nice waves, nice grass. <laughs> were you one of the... Um, that's five star. Five stars. It's a four star one. Were you one of the men responsible for leaving the place unattended? If you decide to go for a swim while at work, kindly don't encourage your co-workers to join you. We have no place for time wasters and we'll now have to get some other silly sods to do the job. So that guy's take is that they went out for a swim. It, yeah, this is weird. Yeah, it's all about the fucking keepers. Yeah, and it is people people rating the story. It seems a lot of them are foreign as well. A lot translated by Google. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a tourist attraction. Yeah, why? I mean, why not? Yeah, probably the best it can't place in England. Actually, be an Airbnb. Does are people just Jesus? The address is Flannan Isles Lighthouse, Isles <clears throat> Flannan. During this is one of them weird things that's come up on Google. People just review the story. Uh, yeah, I think because no one's speaking yeah. about that. Oh, there wasn't a great Airbnb with no jokes. What? <laughs> I mean, like you know, she just didn't. There was no joke involved. Just great Airbnb. Yeah. So maybe it is very quiet. The host went unnoticed. The host went unnoticed, but offered self-checking. Disappointed in the lack of hospitality, but overall a semi-pleasant experience. Greatly recommend a tour company. Toilets were so-so. She had 27 reviews of other stuff. Are they all... Are they all jokes? Was that supposed to be a joke? Leadville, ATV and Snow Tours. Uh, it, yeah, it looks like most of them are real reviews. <laughs> Solid food, nice stuff. We were in two for a week and ate here twice. Do you see if we can book a holiday there? That would be the way to... The only way to tell. Airbnb, Flannan, Lighthouse. Okay. Lighthouse is the part of Scotland. Okay, this isn't the one. You can't stay there. No? So these are all jokes. Well, it's not an Airbnb anyway. But look, this is a picture of the lighthouse. And what I thought when it said iron rails, it meant like handrails. Yeah. That's a fucking train track. Was there a train here at some point? No, but I bet they... I mean, you'd still like put carts, up things on rails, carts, probably, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah, up and down. To, I suppose in the building process, right? Yeah, I guess so. You'd be fucked otherwise, wouldn't you? Imagine building that. That'd be a fucking nightmare. In the middle of nowhere. I mean, there is nothing there. No. But I do like the subset of people that have just found something to review that you can't stay at. Yeah, I mean... It's odd. It's quite, it looks lovely, actually. Like, it's quite a... I mean, that picture took was very still. Well, yeah, but, you know, when it when it's nice, it's very nice. Oh, wow, that's one of the... So that's where they're going down to investigate. No way, that's not the path. Yeah, look, you can see it go down there. It's up a cliff edge. That's it insane. pretty much is just up a cliff edge. That is literally like one of the things you have to traverse on Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Little just like, jumps and shit, you have to, like, down the side of a cliff. <laughs> Yeah, it's a platforming. It's a jump puzzle. Yeah, basically. It's a Mario level. <laughs> yeah. I had to do that every time I had to go to the fucking beach. <laughs> yeah, that is like a... Mm, minecart. 
We yeah. all play Minecraft. We know what it is. The remains of the Lighthouse Railway in 2012. <sighs> but they should open up as an Airbnb. It was a cable-hauled railway. Wow. I'm sure it was, though. In 1925, oh, that's 25 years after. There's a helipad there. What? Now. Um, and the shore station has been converted into flats. <laughs> oh. I'm going to have to go full circle. I think we have to leave our own review. You think so? Yeah. I am Mary Celeste is one of the... Uh, yeah. See also, list of people <laughs> who disappeared. Jesus, <laughs> how long is this going to be? Oh, actually, not that long. It's only pre nineteen ten. Was that on the Mary Celeste? No, this is a C. Also, there they are: Thomas Marshall, James Ducat, Donald MacArthur. All on the lighthouse. Age twenty four, forty eight, and unknown. Oh, mysterious. Imagine being alive then, and someone goes, "So, what? How old are you?" Don't know. <laughs> they probably didn't, to be fair. Oh, I mean, I can see why you wouldn't know. It's mm. like. No one's really paying attention. You haven't got licenses and shit. I was 20 a while ago. You haven't got a license. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... All right, we've hit an hour. Let's get to the ratings, right? So what we'll do is, instead of rating every possible thing... Yeah. Do you think they got washed away? Well, they went there. What do I think happened? Yeah, all right. Yeah, what do you think happened? But then how do I score it? Because you're going to go, well, then... Score that Well, thing. no, say okay, what you well, think... I believe that now. All right, what do you think is the most likely thing that happened? Um, the most likely thing, I think, is going to be not very fantastical. Mm-hmm. It is essentially to do with the storm. Uh-huh. It's very odd that all three of them left their posts at the same time. Yeah. But unprofessional, not odd. Yeah, they were just yeah, bad yeah. at their job. It's not like, why would that ever happen? <laughs> yeah. Three men not in one building at the same time. Three men didn't do their job properly one day. <laughs> they had a tinny on the side of the cliff. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> they went, fuck it, let's just get pissed and see what happens. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude, this is shit anymore. Yeah. Let's jump off. Well, but we can't all fucking get pissed and run to the island in the back again. <laughs> yeah. So you think they did just get washed away? I reckon, yeah. Alright, so we'll go with that one then. Yeah. So, weirdness and or interestingness. <laughs> oh, it's not very high, is it? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I mean... Yeah. It's sort of been interesting, isn't it? I think it's interesting. Free. And it's weird. Is well, it, is it that weird? It's sort of weird, but how many missing cases are there a year? I don't know. I'm not Sherlock bloody Holmes. Like a lot more now. It's like thousands of missing people a year, right? Well, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> three at the same time. Do they I... leave their coats at home? <laughs> the fact that there's three on a really windy island with no one else about <laughs> next to <laughs> lots of open edges. <laughs> mm. All right. All yeah. right. Go on, Em. Weirdness and or interestingness? Nine. Nine? No, wait, no. I'm thinking out of 26 for some reason, aren't I? Oh, I'm happy with nine. The scoring system is fucked. <laughs> I told you that from the start. Well, episode two. Four, then. We'll mm-hmm. go four. A bit less than half. Okay, so four times 
Believability. Five. Good. They probably all washed away, didn't they? <laughs> so that's 20. <clears throat> Four times what? Four times five. 20. To the power of the bombshell. The bombshell? Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Wild card, isn't it? Bombshell. Oh, the wild card, yeah. <laughs> um, so the wild card is. Ooh. Uh, wild card will be that. I'm one of the lighthouse keepers. Well, I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Either with a giant moustache. Yeah. <laughs> That's the um, only one to be. What would the wild card be on something like this? The Kraken Factor. Oh, the Kraken Factor's probably quite high. Oh, it'd be a much better story, wouldn't it? Yeah. If there was just like a sucker prince all over the edge that of the would, cliff. Yeah, man. Like it climbed up. Oh. Yeah. Or they just report of one giant the, arm coming out of the ocean. Yeah, that's what the crew of the Hesperus should have done. They should have faked a Kraken attack. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard to be fair. Like, loads of little suckers all over you. Yeah. Yeah. And go, it definitely was. Just give me a thousand tiny hickeys. <laughs> <laughs> They'll think it was a Kraken. <laughs> we'll make a hickey machine and then cast it into the sea once we're done. They'll all believe us. <laughs> So this is at 26, isn't it? Yeah. Let's go for a 20. I All like right. It. I like the Kraken. Oh, this is big. 20 to the power of 20. Yeah, that's good. Deal. This is going to be massive. It's a good score. I like the Kraken. To the power of 20. <clears throat> 20 to the power of 20 is... One oh four eight five seven six zero 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 How? I mean that's big. Well it's twenty squared, isn't it? So oh yeah, I suppose there's a lot of zeros in it. I mean that's the only annoying bit. It doesn't tell you like what how to say that number. What does that mean, yeah. The conclusion. Conclusion to it. In summary, 1.048576 times 10 with a little up arrow system symbol 26. That's big. That's the conclusion. That's big. That's big. (laughs) That might be the biggest. Wow, is that bigger? That's definitely the biggest one. We've been over this for. If we go over this every episode, (laughs) there's a score that's inexplicably higher than the possible score. This is. Oh yeah, that's true. Fifty-six to the power of twenty-six. Let's just like forget about that one for a while, though. Yeah, Sutton went. Sutton's awry. <laughs> Sutton's awry. I know. I can't be bothered to go and check what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably five times six to the power of twenty-six. No, it was higher than that. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. Or was three. <clears throat> it was a god driving a car. We've been over this. Oh, yeah. We go over this every episode. <laughs> We do pay attention. That could be one of the format points. Talk about episode three. <laughs> yeah, go on. And yeah, let's add that. Bombshell, point five. <laughs> Talk about episode three score. And why it doesn't make any sense. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. What? What's that thing underneath that? That's weird times believability to power. Oh, right. Is it, you just like smash it. It looked like it said racism in the middle there. 
uh, what, RT54T54M? Yeah, it well, does actually. Do yeah, it, it does look a bit like racism. Racism. <laughs> I hope that's not one of the new format points you're trying to weave into the show. I'm subliminally <laughs> trying to get this to be a really racist podcast. Uh, what do you think about the Scarlet Bombshell! <laughs> 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 Before we go, what do you think of Toblerone, Josh? <laughs> Shit, I fuck it, I hate the people who make Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that was the Flannan Lighthouse disappearance. Yeah. I think it's an interesting story. Yeah, I a like nice it. little mystery, yeah. nothing too crazy. Sorry, there's no aliens, but. Yeah, they could have been. We've got sea monsters in there. Yeah. There's a potential. We managed to weave that in inexplicably. Yeah. <laughs> Even though no one mentioned that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it got you the most points as well. Yeah, dude. To be fair, I'd be screwed with that Kraken. Yeah. I've just got to give you something fantastic and fantastical. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've got a bombshell. Yeah. I bought this beer a while ago. Haven't mm-hmm. opened it. That's a Brewdog layer cake. Let's say I was too scared. Uh-huh. Marshmallow and chocolate. That is going to be absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Let's try a live one, Ash. All right, go on. That is going to be horrible. Oh, yeah, I'm scared. <coughs> I am scared. I haven't got COVID. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. You've been coughing towards me this whole time. <laughs> go on, then. I'm doing a smell test first. All right, he's just putting it up to his, it's, his nose. I don't want to say sick, but I don't want to not say sick. Probably that like you know the American chocolate that tastes like sick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Isn't it like a thing? I had a Hershey's bar. Yeah, Hershey's. Amer- uh, there's quite a lot of American people that work in Area 51. Yeah. And um, I think it was around Halloween maybe. He bought in a load of American candy. <laughs> um, so I tried a Twizzler. What's a Twizzler? Um, absolutely like a disgusting. <laughs> Is that like a red shoelace? Yeah, it's kind of like a. Like a strawberry, what is it like a strawberry lace or like a little mm, licorice thing? Just rubbish, tasted of nothing. I was, that was the one I was most excited about. So, oh, I've heard of a Twizzler, how about them? Had a Hershey's bar, which is disgusting, tasted like sick. Yeah. Smelt like sick. Actually, I didn't mind, I had one, and then my mate went, that that smells like sick. You do know that. Like, now that you, that's in your head, you'll never get over it. And obviously, I didn't. I feel like I heard a theory that, like, it is made of the compound that is. Found in sick or something yeah, like I, that. I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't. Remember the to make story. it less sweet or something. I can't remember. Yeah. And um, I had a milk dud. You had a milk dud. Which ones are they? Maltesers. <laughs> okay. They're just they're just Maltesers. Exactly the same. But they, well, they come in a little tube of three. Ah, uh, three Maltesers. Yeah, but I think it was like multi pack sort of like. Right. That's know. just wasted packaging. Well, yeah. But just have a bag. They were a bag nice. of 16. Right? Maybe they're a little nicer than Maltesers. Whoa. That's I didn't the bombshell. Have, they're a bit smaller as well, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, yeah. Milk Duds might be better than... Well, bombshell, do you like that? It says on the side, have your cake and drink it. Let's get to try it. Hang on, my phone's making noises. I don't want to ruin the, the experience of this... I have to go for a big one, I think, first. You know, I don't want to do like one pussy sip. Right, I'm yeah, go for like a, a big, like five gulps or something. It's a big five gulp, but you can drink like half the can. Yeah. All right, come on in. As long as I don't throw up in your room. Oh, I don't know. It definitely does taste like marshmallow and chocolate. Yeah. And that's not a good thing. Is it fizzy? Yeah, it's fizzy. 
I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Face is sort of changing. I want to give you some, boss. I don't want to get cold. Should pour some. Yeah, let's put some. Let's put a little bit in that glass. I want to do a five gulper as well for you. Oh, that's enough, isn't it? It looks like coke. (laughs) Well, do you know what? It's sort of. It's hella fizzy. Should I do? Do you think I should let it settle a bit, like a Guinness? Did you tap it? Is that the thing you do? Why? Oh, like to get the fizz down. Tap the side of it. Pencils making a rare appearance on this podcast. <laughs> uh, what does it say on the side? Shores. Sure. Shores. <laughs> right, you got to finish it. I've got to be able to sniff it. Right, I'll go away from the bike because I've really got that though. And you don't like... <laughs> you don't like sweet stuff, do you? You probably hate marshmallows and chocolate. Well, I just... I'm not a huge fan. Like, I'm not a dessert guy. No. And I, do, I really don't like dark beers that taste like this shit as well. I <laughs> can't really smell it, but it's because my nose is blocked. Yeah, heavily I can just smell va- vapour rub. <laughs> which didn't really help at all. Just sort of loosened me up, so it was You've more like... You've been less sniffly. You've been... Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you can't finish it. It's not a good sign. <laughs> He's making the same face I assume I was making. It's very confused. He's going back though. He's finished it. It is definitely what it says in the tin, isn't it? Hmm. To their credit, you can really taste marshmallow and chocolate. Yeah. I don't think it's a good thing. I actually thought it would be a lot worse. Yeah. That's about as much as I'd want to drink. Mm, though. I don't think I could. I don't think I'm gonna finish this can. It's very odd. They're definitely right, but yeah. If you want that in your beer, if you're one of the people who's like, I really want a marshmallow and chocolate beer. This is the beer. What for are you, you trying to prove, though? <laughs> what? Have a bloody Stella. Yeah. Have a Stella. Have a can of lager. <laughs> Ooh, what percent is it? Not check that. Seven percent. I got so no. What's the? Do you know what percentage night nurse is? No. <laughs> Have a guess. What is this like the fucking like medicine? Yeah. Like two percent. Four. Eighteen. 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 It's not eighteen <laughs> percent. What they just get you drunk and you forget about your problems. Oh, this is just real. I don't want to look through all this. Yeah, can I just say I believe you? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it is. Okay, I believe you. It's 18. I'll do my own research, because we haven't got all night. No, we don't. But yeah, it's 18%. <laughs> That's insane. Mm. I always say, like, just like whiskey. If you're ill, just have some whiskey. Yeah. We'll sort you out. I heard a guy on a podcast, um, the Moon Underwater podcast, uh, Talk about a hot, a lemsip hot toddy. What's a hot toddy? <laughs> like where you put whiskey and like uh, coffee or whatever. That's what I used to do. Like you get lemsip, you get like a lemon wedge, so you put more lemon in it, mm-hmm. and the honey Jack Daniels. It's like oh, honey yeah. lemon. You used to love that. Yeah, yeah. You drink to... that? No, it's too expensive. Yeah, yeah. I've downgraded the bells now. Oh, Sixteen yeah. pound a litre. So <laughs> <laughs> I can drink twice as much. It's great. <laughs> The amount of times I've seen you sipping honey jack out of the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are the days. Dark days. 
Anyway, on that bombshell. Yeah, that's the bombshell. This has been Weird and Interesting Stories. We've been the waste disposal units. And that was the Flannan Lighthouse disappearance. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.